Blog Talk Radio. It is May 15th, not 18th, May 15th, 2018. You're listening to the Triggered and Divided Podcast. I am Bobby Cuomo, alongside Mr. Dylan Nave. Sup, bitch. We're going to run down another incredible fucking week of incredible fucking news. And uh, we, have a, we have a good show for you guys. We have a special interview today with uh, rigged producer, web series producer, Brandon DeGraff. And so that's going to be exciting. We have that in about 20 minutes. We'll be on in 20 minutes. Uh, call in 646-668-2950. And of course, call in and talk to us about anything. Doesn't matter what. We're, today we're going to be covering the protests in Gaza, the whole Jerusalem embassy, which kind of connects mm-hmm. a little bit. We're going to go ahead and uh, wrap up the whole John McCain, uh, you know, dead comment. He's going to die soon. Oh my God. You, you know that, right? Can't fucking wait. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, sports gambling is all of a sudden federally legalized. And, you know, we're going to talk about Barbecue Becky, who's uh, just mm-hmm. the fucking funniest woman alive right fucking now. And white people. I know. They're very white people. Speaking of white people, we might cover the royal white wedding people. if we get that far. Fucking yeah. uber white. Are you excited white. about the royal wedding? I, I couldn't care less about it, to be honest. I no. really couldn't care less. Why? No. My, I don't give a fuck what England does slip was signed in 1776. You feel me? Wow. I, I'm yeah. feeling it. I'm just, I got, I, I got one. A little bit more enthusiastic. I got one red coat that I trust across the pond and he sells me Pokemon cards. Shout out, Nathan. Um, he's, he's a homie. That's the only, he's, he's the only, the only one I trust. Wow. The rest of them are shams. Well, at least you have some faith in a, in a few of your Brit friends. But uh, I am looking uh, forward to this fucking wedding. I'm going to wake up at 5 in the morning next Saturday. We're going to make bagels. We're going to smoke weed. We're going to watch this wedding. And we're going to hope that she says I do. And he says I do. And they kiss. And Trump comes in and says, wait. Stop this here wedding. I got nothing else. It would be awesome if Trump fucking crashed the wedding. Right. Enough of that shit. So, he's, he's not going to be at the wedding, right? He was not invited? No, he was not invited. No. Okay, it's all right. He has work to do anyway. That's what we hired him for. Yeah, and speaking of Trump and work to do, 
put in some work this week. Good Lord. Fucking yeah, putting in some long nights, long days. Hey, Joan, if you're listening, he totally fucking did. But <laughs> I think right. that hashtag not my capital should be trending everywhere. Oh, dude, hashtag not my capital. Yeah, with Israel, everybody's everybody's protesting uh, the 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 capital change to Jerusalem from Tel Aviv, and and Americans are getting involved in it as if as if it does a single fucking thing in their life. What like they got to pray five degrees more to the north? Like fuck them, dude. I don't. First off, I don't understand why why we, why we care, why we care. Like, what? I, I don't understand either, man. But I, really it, it, it I guess makes, it's Israel it is our sense. biggest Middle East. They're our biggest Middle East, you know, friend. You know, we, they're our big ally. We got to, you know, stand oh, by yeah. them. But boy, this is like a, this is like a romance for Christ's sake. Like, but I, I just want to play Donald Trump making a comment about Jerusalem becoming the capital of Israel, and apparently he's the only president that said this. So we're going to go on and, and air that real quick. Jerusalem is still the capital of Israel and must remain an undivided city accessible to all. As soon as I take office, I will begin the process of moving the United States ambassador to the city of Israel as chosen as its capital. Jerusalem will remain the capital of Israel and it must remain undivided. Wait a minute. Wait, a, that wasn't Donald Trump. That was the last three presidents saying that they were going to make Jerusalem the capital, but didn't do it. Oh, and, strange. You know, say what you want to. Say what you want about Trump, and I don't. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I'm, I'm with you. I say fuck Israel. I don't care. I just don't care. Like I just don't care. Well, like, yeah. He is really coming through on his promises. It's incredible, dude. It really is. You know, I can't wait for the lock her up one to happen because everybody's gonna be like, it never happened. She's not gonna get locked up, and then boom, subpoena. It's gonna be great. Wait, you think that he's gonna lock up Hillary Clinton? You're crazy. I... I do. I do believe she's going to get caught up and he's going to be the reason the cards fell. We may not know it, but she's going to get pinned up for something. I'm waiting. It's going to happen. We got another fucking another election to win and another four years to get her. And you know what? Fuck it. The Democrats did it. We can serve four terms as Republican. doesn't matter. Right? I mean, at this point, I just, like I said, I just don't care. Man. You know? Uh, and you can hear me fine, right? Yeah, I I mean I what your Perfect. voice? Good. Yeah. Voice. I mean I I heard I heard okay. fuck Israel loud and clear my, which which I agree voice. with the sentiment. Well, you know, I don't mean like fuck Israel. I mean I like Israel just like I like France or or New Zealand or Australia. Zimbabwe. Like, Zimbabwe. Who knows what other countries <laughs> I could like? Like I like uh, you know, I like Israel like I like pizza. You know, it's not like I have a you know a personal connection to to pizza. Wait, you want to you want to smother Israel with right. pineapples? Oh, dude, I think Israel could do with some pineapples. No, uh, but you know, I don't I don't need <laughs> pizza in my life. I don't need Israel in my life. It doesn't make any fucking difference to me. I mean, honestly, the NASDAQ really doesn't make any fucking difference to me, but somehow I still hear about that, too. It's fuck Israel. Well, like not, literally, not literally, but like in a way, like I don't fucking care. This is, like, how, what? this is how I see it. If Israel as an ally was being threatened by war, then I'm, I'm cool. Like, let's let's help our friend. You know, cause I would imagine right. that I, we would want their help. We would want their help, too. So that brings us to the last 48 hours. Was 
that something that Israel may have needed help with. I mean, there was talk about 40,000 people at that wall, and they were just, you know, shooting all these people. I think like 60 people died and all. I watched some horrendous fucking videos. But before I go into my take on it, I do want to play um, actual words from Donald Trump and his comments about um, Jerusalem becoming uh, the place for our embassy, the capital. United States under President Harry Truman became the first nation to recognize the state of Israel. Today, we officially opened the United States Embassy in Jerusalem. Congratulations. It's been a long time coming. Almost immediately after declaring statehood in 1948, Israel designated the city of Jerusalem as its capital, the capital the Jewish people established in ancient times. So important. Today, Jerusalem is the seat of Israel's government. It is the home of the Israeli legislature and the Israeli Supreme Court and Israel's prime minister and president. Israel is a sovereign nation with the right, like every other sovereign nation, to determine its own capital. Yet, for many years, we failed to acknowledge the obvious, the plain reality that Israel's capital is Jerusalem. On December 6, 2017, at my direction, the United States finally and officially recognized Jerusalem as the true capital of Israel. Today, we follow through on this recognition and open our embassy in the historic and sacred land of Jerusalem. <coughs> Fucking get it, boy. Pissing them off, saying Jerusalem at every point just so they'd be like, re, re, re. Re every time he says it. Re ah re. He said it again. Re fucking. I love it. Uh, Jerusalem re I mean, will be the capital, and Jerusalem it, re is where they established it in ancient times. Jerusalem re was their capital. Uh, dude, I I love it. <laughs> I mean, how many re's before the eventual? We can only hope that it's three, like the wise owl displayed. One. I would have. Two, I would have more three. liberal outrage. I would have more liberal outrage over Donald Trump doing this thing with Jerusalem, if it wasn't for the consistent take on the last three presidents, two of them Democrats. You know what I mean? Like Bill Clinton mm. and Obama both declared that Jerusalem was the capital. Man, and, and Bill Clinton actually was the president that declared that we were going to bring the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, but then it didn't go through. Well, after this whole celebration and, you know, Ivanka Trump was there and this, you know, the whole big fucking, you know, charade that, you know, the embassy opened, blah, blah, blah. Um, protests erupted um, outside of, inside of Gaza. Of course, and 60 people, 60 people were shot. I, I want to tell you my whole transition from how I felt, from the moment I heard it till right now, I watched these videos. I watched two different videos that I'll, I'll, I'll describe to you. I watched one video of two, what would look like two elderly women, and they were throwing rocks, maybe 20, 25 feet. They could barely throw them that far. And you could see in the distance these snipers on these hills. 30 seconds more into that video, all of a sudden you see these two women get dropped by, these, by, by what seems like bullets. And I saw another video of two teenage boys just dancing around, like not even doing anything. And the whole area got like shot by what, what seemed like what it was coming from that 
similar kind of hill across across the fence in is into Israel shooting at the at these kids and they allegedly died. Um, a lot of these videos to people that are critics of Palestine and the whole perception that Israel is evil say that a lot of these videos are doctored, a lot of these videos are fake, and they were never authenticated. They were never authenticated. I fucking fuck that word. Any of them. Um, so I go further today, and I'm watching more videos, and I'm seeing, I'm hearing Hamas on like loudspeakers directing the protesters, women with babies, which by the way, an eight-month baby died. Because they, the fucking Israelis are sending drones over the over the heads of the protesters and just dropping tear gas. So I just want to say this: as a, as a person with a six-month-old baby and who's gone to like I don't know 500 protests, I'm 36 years old. I've been to a lot of fucking protests. I would never bring my five-month-old girl with me if I knew that there were to be there was to be danger. I happen to work with with someone, the owner of the business, who is from Israel. And he gave me a, a really good perspective today. And he was telling me, and I have to look more into this, but I would love for someone to call in and, and talk about this to anyone who's really knowledgeable about the situation, that Hamas sends these women with these babies to the front lines to kind of garner sympathy from the rest of the world. And it worked because my initial reaction was sympathy. And for most p- people, it'll stay sympathy. And we know this is a very complicated situation. Israel doesn't just shoot into Gaza at, at will for no reason, you know? If they didn't kill 60 people, 40,000 people were coming through that gate to essentially kill Jews. I mean, if you look at pictures, they're holding up Nazi flags because they know it triggers the Jews, which is, you know, a, a pretty good troll, you know, if, if you're looking, you know, you know if you're right. engaging trolls. But, well, like if, if but, Palestine put down their arms tomorrow, there'd be peace. Israel does not fire on Palestine for no reason and for, for without without cause at all. If if Palestine stopped fighting tomorrow, there would be peace in Israel. Like that's just plain and simple how it goes. And it's frustrating because here I am, this you know serious mean asshole. He's like, oh my god, he said fuck Israel. How could he say that? Is he like a fucking nazi? Does he hate Jews? Oh my god, he wants to gas No, I don't give a fuck what happens to Israel because it doesn't impact what I do. Nobody in Israel is feeding me, fucking me, or financing me, so I don't care. Um, it, it's not. It's not to say that when when I hear about you know my 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 friend's homeland getting fucking bombed by radical fucking Palestinians, I, I don't feel some sympathy there for them. But at the same time, like I have nothing to do with it. I don't, I don't fucking care. Like they have the second largest air force in the world. Like that, we give them so much money. Their military is so fucking capable. Like handle it yourselves, dude. We're we should be done. Like we can be your ally and we can come fuck some shit up, but we shouldn't be sending you millions of dollars a day. Or billions. I don't even know what the figure is, but we shouldn't be sending money on an annual basis like that. It's not necessary. Yeah, I think it's something like a billion billion dollars a day or something like that. I mean, so do you then, in turn, since I mean, since you have the opinion of you don't really care, give a shit about what Israel does, do you think that this was a good decision by Trump then to make this embassy in uh, Jerusalem versus Tel Aviv? It the, logistically it makes sense. Uh, all their infrastructure. Uh, capabilities are located in Jerusalem. It's 
been recognized as the capital, like you said, by the past three presidents. And, and honestly, if the Jews want to make their capital Jerusalem, like they can. Like if Americans wanted to make their capital fucking Seattle and France started protesting, what what would you think? Why why do they give a shit? It drives me nuts. I'm like, who is the rest of the world to tell you what fucking capital of your country is? You know what I mean? Right. You know, oh, well, well, fucking France wants to take the capital from Paris and make it champagne. Hell no. I will not stand for this. Like, um... Okay, like, but for some reason with countries in the Middle East, uh, Americans feel this overwhelming audacity, uh, this requirement they have to, oh, well, we need to teach these poor, broken sand people how to live like civilized people. Because obviously if they live in the sand where it's dirty, they don't know much at all. Dear, stick your pinky out, please, while you're drinking your tea. Please place... Okay, thank you for putting your pinky out. Now, with these countries named Stan, we have to teach them. Because obviously, you know, the land of Afghans doesn't know anything. And the land of Kyrgyz don't know anything. Um, We have to teach them because they still call themselves the land of. I'm fucking over it, Kek, dude. Kekistan forever. Praise fucking Kek. Chatelet. I'm over it. (laughs) Over it. Over it. it. it I'm going to get a Kekistani flag, though. A a controversial take in 2018 is what the capital of a country is. Like, that's a controversial take. Is it really? Like, I I, oh yeah, it is. Like I, I asked people on my work today, I said, "What is the capital of Israel?" And like two people, it's complicated. I don't know of any city called complicated in Israel, but I know it's. What? Where, where is complicated geographically? Longitude and latitude. Please, please tell me where. where complicated this son of a bitch dude i'd be fucking mad i'd be like what what do you mean it's complicated where's the capital of america it's, uh, washington dc okay cool well, here's where's the, the deal. capital it of is, colorado um well it could have been the colorado springs but you know back in 1906 they made a decision to move it to denver because of the burlington loop actually it was closer to the transcontinent like who fucking cares dude capital of colorado is denver capital of fucking israel jerusalem Get over it. Well, Dylan, to clarify, the reason why people are very, very uh, disputed about this is because the Palestinians who also claim this land. No, it's, it's, this has been going on before Trump. It's not like Trump invented this dispute. This dispute's been going on for a long time. Palestinians do think that Jerusalem is their capital. They <laughs> see it as an affront and an insult on them when Israel claimed it as theirs. There's just no turning back. So Dylan. here's, here's what I have to war. say about that. The Dead Sea Scrolls are the oldest version of the Bible that we have, right? Correct? Is that factual? Sure. Yeah, 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 so, sure. where were they found? Where were they found? Uh, the Dead Sea? Where was it? Near, I don't know. Near the, no, in Israel, near the West Bank. Which ideology <laughs> follows what we would call the Bible today? Which, which ideology follows it closer? Uh, Islam or Judaism? I would say Judaism follows it closer. So it would make sense that the Jews came from there. So the Palestinians having a problem with it, here's the way I see it happen. Long ago, they wanted that land because it was nice and close to a couple water masses. And you know what? 
They just didn't have it. And they got fucking mad. So they started doing all these little seedy fucking bullshit things to the fucking Jewish tribe or whatever the fuck you want to call them to make them seem bad and get them pushed out. And dude, I don't, I don't know, but there, there's a whole lot of history there. They've been fighting for fucking two, three millennia, but literally you, since. But if you look at the invented. landscape now, it it just looks like uh, someone described it to me. Uh, one of my uh, Lebanese friends that I talk to um often, he says that in in the world of of Muslims and Arabs, the Palestinians are kind of like the N words to everybody. It's terrible. Like that's how they treat them. Like they treat them like. You know, like like almost like just peasant black people from like back in the day. It's it's a really difficult, very complicated situation. But and we can well, talk about. Hey, this all you know day. what? It's a choice, Bobby. That, that that's a choice. Their position is a choice. <laughs> yeah, but their living situation, unfortunately, is not. They're blockaded. They're trapped. And it's it's kind of like a proxy apartheid, apartheid. Like I said, we can talk about that all day long. I want to move on to our. Next topic, and happens to be uh, an interview with a gentleman who I have been following now for the greater part of the last year. Um, his name is Brandon DeGraff. He also goes by BC DeGraff. He has been um, running the um, rigged web series, I want to say for the past eight months I've been watching it. Um, and he does, him and I think Nico House do this web series where they go through each state and they talk about and they go investigate all of the just the troublesome rigged events that happened for Hillary Clinton against Bernie Sanders. Uh, Brandon DeGraff is a true burner, a true Bernie Sanders supporter. And I love that he's on the show because he gets to talk to two former burners. I know he's listening. I am a former burner independent, and Dylan is a former burner turned Trumpet. So I'm an unaffiliated voter. Don't you dare put me in that category. <laughs> <laughs> but we have uh, Brandon on the line right now, but I want to go and play a clip of Brandon on YouTube. Um, I, I, this might have been a Facebook Live post, too, but this was his message to Bernie that he uh, – and it's only a, a small clip of the few minutes that he talked. It's about 50 seconds. But this is his message to Bernie Sanders about the Russian scandal. Bernie Sanders, you changed my life for a good thing. And for a long time, I didn't have much of a purpose. Now I'm writing and I'm doing active stuff in journalism and trying to spread the truth. However, you said something that was very inconsistent to my research. You said that Russians meddled in our election. This is untrue, sir. The Russians did not meddle in our election. Our system is so set up to where the superdelegates and the DNC are the control of the party. Their votes are 10,000 per hour one vote. In New Hampshire, you defeated Hillary Clinton by a landslide. Hillary Clinton would take the state in a tie at the convention. She did this using the superdelegates. This was not Russia. And that's Brandon DeGraff, uh, and there's so much more. This guy is on Facebook Live all the time. I always watch his videos. He is one of my favorite indie progressive voices out there, along with like Nico House and Tim Black. I want to welcome Brandon DeGraff to the show. Brandon, welcome to Triggered and Divided. Hi, good to be here. Oh, thank you for uh, taking some time to come on the show. You're a busy dude, man. I, you were doing Rig New York today. I watched a little bit of that. How, how, how did that go for you today? 
Oh uh, yeah, I learned a lot about basically the uh, they tried to they've been trying to do a two party scapegoat and it's not working out too well. What what's going on is New York is being rigged and they're not actually looking for the they're just looking for the who to point the finger at. You know, and, and that's what the Russian narrative right now. I mean, it's, it's just on a global and on a national level, they want to blame Russia, but they don't want to fix any of the problems that they have. Well, I, I did watch a little bit of it. Very interesting. You were talking about how many purged votes were out there, and you said you on, they only found only one Hillary Clinton vote purged? That's incredible. Yes. Uh, one, under my research, I actually did find a Hillary Clinton voter who actually did get purged, and she didn't care. So she didn't really what does that mean? Or anything. What is getting like, purged? They seen her as a potential Bernie voter, and they just casted her out. They just basically what they did was beforehand, uh, before the election, they purged all the names off of the list who were independent or who just switched over to uh, or Democrat, and just basically wanted to make sure that they didn't vote for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, they wanted to make sure that the only the only the players could play. And if you're, yeah, if, you're a new, if, you're, if you're a newbie and you want to come in and, and have your voice heard, and it was just like your guest was talking talking about with uh, you know the Bernie or the Bus movement, and, and it really was leverage, and they didn't hear, they didn't listen, and it really is, is unfortunate. But uh, I want to say I want to ask start with a few questions for you, Brandon. Uh, do you go by uh, Brandon or BC? I go by Brandon. I go by BC okay. when it comes to my journalism name. Gotcha. All right. Well, Brandon. I've been following you. It seems like your voice kind of began with your support for Bernie Sanders. And what inspired you the most about the movement that was the Bernie Sanders campaign in 2016? Oh, the liberal left. We're the lonely left. We're all that's left. Uh, so now I'm a left affiliated voter, but I'm an independent. But I stick to the leftist, the anti-war, pro-Medicaid, and, you know, uh, getting rid of the money in politics, all of that stuff. Basically just a, a war against the establishment. That's what it is. And any candidate who I see, like Bernie Sanders, who's standing against the establishment, I'm going to go and root for them. Although I would pull my support for them if they started doing things neoliberal style, like pushing a war agenda and saying the solution is war or uh, bashing Medicare for all or something like that. You know, typical neoliberal and... like Kamala Harris. I, 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 I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, I was I was gonna say you you say that you're liberal leaning, but you're anti-establishment. That that doesn't work. Um, li- it works in a progressive level. If you see that liberally back in the day, it meant something totally different. Today, we use the term progressive because liberal has a stain on it from the Democratic Party. I mean, oh, re- regardless of what we call it, where it falls on the political spectrum, liberalism it calls for more government and rightism or or conservatism calls for less government sure but in in like bernie sanders view on 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 the other hand his more government was less war less less pork less bullshit i I would i've been saying it you know i'm a libertarian with extreme liberal views like i mean it's it's either that or just take all the damn regulations off so we could have x-ray machines at every corner but you know that's just not the way it's gonna happen I mean, Bernie Sanders was just all of the ideas that he had really, really resonated with me because they were good ideas. They were passionate ideas. They weren't this, this like slimy Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump. Brandon, do you think that Donald Trump kind of has the similar Trump um, cult of personality that Bernie Sanders had? 
Uh, yes, I do. As a matter of fact, I think that he's a television icon, and I do believe that people resonate with him more because he's an outsider. He's not one of the establishment figures. So he's anti-establishment, although he's creating his own establishment, which is not as dangerous as the establishment that we've had, but it's kind of the same. What we need to do is try to get away from the operations over in the Middle East and try to get uh, our people taken care of with Medicare for All and get education for everybody because the biggest part of what happened in 2016 is people aren't aware. People still think that Russia hacked into our election because they're not, you know, educated enough to actually research and find out that Donald Trump won the electoral vote with 304 votes. Those weren't Russian people. They had, had no infiltration of, of Russian, you know, Russian intelligence. Nobody coerced them to vote for Donald Trump. Them Facebook memes, though. Them Facebook memes. Those 13 I, trolls. Oh, and the puppy I memes? Think, those, those that do nothing. <laughs> I think it's got to infuriate people like you the most who have spent a fair amount of time and energy and you're probably your own money trying to push this, this proper agenda of liberalism that you see fit and for them to just blame it all on internet trolls. And like, I remember a list came out of Russian trolls and I went on that list and I spent a fair amount of time on it. This was like last summer. And I noticed some of my friends were on that list and I couldn't believe it. And so, so then I messaged them. I was like, you're real, right? Because I'm sure as, as you do, me, uh, I, me and you have probably have a ton of Facebook friends that we don't, we don't know because we're on there for politics. We're on there for interaction. And so I had to confirm. I was like, are you, are you real? And, and I messaged two different women who were on that list. It was incredible. And that's when I knew. I was like, this isn't, this is it's a fix. This is fucked up. They're going to go forward with this Russian thing until I don't know when. But, I mean, do you feel, though, that with uh, – with Trump coming through on most of his campaign promises and the Democrats fixated on this Russia thing. Do you, how do you see the primaries panning out, Brandon? I see the primaries panning out basically in favor of the Republicans. If the democratic can Democrats continue to think progressive uh, campaigns. And that's what they did. They did. They just cheated Murray Newman in the third district of Illinois, just like a month ago. And they cheated her for Dan Lipinski who is a moderate Republican running as a Democrat. So what they're doing is, is they've, they've united their establishment politics. They've all united with the conservatives. You know, the, the neoliberals and the conservatives basically are making a step to coerce the, uh, or coerce, to push out all progressives. And full agenda is to unify their moving party, just corporations and their donors, and, and basically fo- focus on, anything that makes them money, anything that helps them instead of helping the people. Because what it is, is they just don't care about people anymore. No, I, I agree. I agree. Um, I'm going to play a clip for you, Brandon, of uh, the Young Turks um, talking about Joe Biden running for president on this whole I'm not Bernie platform. I'm going to play a clip real quick, and then we'll get your comments. Bernie Sanders, you changed my life for a good thing. Man. Nope. Wrong clip. Try again, motherfucker. Joe Biden wants you to know that uh, rich people are actually pretty good guys, right? And not at all at fault for the massive disparity of wealth in America. Now, uh, at a recent uh, Brookings Institute speech in Washington, D.C., he said, and basically this is his plan to uh, try to distinguish himself as the non-Bernie candidate in the race. Oh, this is going to be great. Quote, I love Bernie, 
But I'm not Bernie Sanders. I don't think 500 billionaires are the reason we're in trouble. The folks at the top aren't bad guys. But this gap is yawning, and it's having the effect of pulling us apart. You see the politics of it. Oh, so basically what he's saying is class warfare. Bernie Sanders, he's playing class warfare. I'm not going to play class warfare. Oh, no, I think the guys at the top are fantastic. Brandon, what do you think of that? Oh, this is this is classic Joe Biden right here. This is classic Joe Biden. He's trying to be an everyman, and this is what's sad, because he's trying to play an angle that Donald Trump plays very, very well, the everyman. And, and but Joe Biden can't do that. Joe Biden is a millionaire, and he, he puts his foot in his mouth, and he acts very inappropriately around people, uh, young people. And children. And she, yeah, that's what I meant, young people. And he's just not the kind of guy that you would want in the Oval Office. You would want Trump to smash him out. You and this is what this is what's sad is if they pick a neoliberal, automatically all progressives are going to be rooting for the uh, Donald Trump presidency. And then this is kind of sad because we do do this. We don't want a neoliberal. We would rather have Trump smash up the whole place rather than let them do that because that's what they're doing too. So all all of what they're doing is they're trying to punish us with Trump at the same time that we're like, no, we we this isn't a punishment for us. This is a punishment for you. Right, and that is what a lot of these liberals don't get. And I would I would expect after a year and a half past this election that they would come to this conclusion with us. But instead, you know, we're still grabbing at straws every time Hillary Clinton comes down and says, oh, I I, got, I didn't get elected because I'm a capitalist. Like, oh, Jesus Christ, shut up. So, Brandon, what do you think about what do you think about Bernie Sanders saying that Russia helped hack the election? Like, what do you you support him and you 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 disagree with the Russia conspiracy? What do you think of Bernie Sanders' agreement with the Russian conspiracy? See, now I disagree with a lot of what Bernie says nowadays because he's different now. He's not the same Bernie Sanders as he was in 2016. We obviously see that. He also said that Assad gassed his own people. There's no evidence of that. There's no evidence of it at all. Yes. So there's no evidence of some of the things that he's saying, which we can all say uh, Bernie's playing to the agenda. And what it is, is, is it's like, just like what Billy Taylor said. Billy Taylor is a former Bernie supporter, went to the Fetterman, rel- Fetterman rally, and he said it's Hillary Gate. This is what it is. It's Hillary Gate. They're repeating the same things that Hillary's flaws, you know, Hillary's flaws had. She had the Russian Uranium One incident that backfired on her. And so what'd she do? She displayed this Russian narrative to make Trump look unpatriotic, which it backfired. And in fact, it just made her look stupid, and it made anybody who's a, uh, you know, Western world journalist look like an idiot. Because now our number one journalist in America is Jimmy Dore. We have a Jimmy Dore. Yeah, it's a good thing, right? He's a good journalist. He's one of the best journalists in America, and he is. And he admitted it. The thing is, though, is Bernie Sanders is peddling these lies, and if he continues to peddle these lies, and his situation becomes a uh, where he has to actually be, make a platform out of it, and his solution is war, I'm going to be voting for Green Party. Right? I mean, fool me and one time, is, shame it, on you. Fool me two times, yeah. shame on me. You know. <laughs> this is a, it's a serious disconnect, and it's a shame because the Republicans, despite who runs, I mean, they all, they all came together to vote for Donald Trump. Us progressives and liberals, I mean, I'm not trying to put you in that, in that, uh, in that category, Dylan, but you were a Bernie supporter, so you do have those tendencies. Uh, but it's a shame that we are so, we're so morally strong about our beliefs that we are willing to watch the damn world burn over them. 
And but that's what the problem with these these centrist liberals, these like war hawk Hillary Clinton liberals, they think that, you know, if they say enough disparaging things about Donald Trump, we're going to have to vote against him and vote for a Democrat in 2018 and 2020, right? No, because it's exactly what you said earlier, Brandon. We would rather watch it burn down with, with Trump. It's not our punishment. It's their punishment. Plus, we get a sweet, shiny new fucking wall. Well, don't don't even get me started on that. Yeah. I mean, this, so Brandon, do you think that Biden's pro one percent stance is going to sit well at all with indie progressives? Do you think that there will be a certain sector of us that? Oh no, 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 no. I'm going to tell you this is this is the craziest part that people don't understand. Biden thinks that uh, the Hillary, because Hillary owns the party, as Donna Brazil said, she put it on a starvation diet, sold it. Still owns it. Revelations about uh, Tom Perez and him speaking with Bill Clinton about keeping Bernie Sanders supporters out and keeping Bernie Sanders candidates out. That kind of resonates, and that kind of shows that they still haven't done anything to, you know, push the party to where the left is. The majority of the party are leftists. They are. So you're not going to have somebody who's an educated Hillary Clinton supporter actually supporting Hillary Clinton if she's, you know, if he or she is making like. $12 $12 minimum wage in California or something like that. They're going to see right through Hillary Clinton's platform because she said for, she has not stood for any human rights. She backed a candidate who wanted to suppress the black vote. I mean, right there off the bat, you know, you started really dirty out of the gate. And then she goes on to talk about super predators and all kinds of things that basically, you know, in your, your black vote is your democratic vote. Hey, she's black got vote yeah. a bag. Yeah, but Joe Biden is the same way. Joe Biden is no different. Joe Biden still has that whole thing that he, he thinks, oh, well, you know, since I was uh, Barack Obama's boy, people will, you know, vote for me. No, they won't. They see what you do with kids. That videos are I everywhere, think, man. I think I, you're I, weird. I think that he would, he would poll probably a bit better than Hillary Clinton, though, I'd say. Oh, I would agree with that, but at the same time, we don't know who he is yet. That's what it is. It's the unknowing and, part, and we know he's the corporate and, and regardless if you agree with him or not, Trump is just racking up W's. I mean, all of his campaign promises. I mean, mm-hmm. in like, what, two-week period where he's going to go and, and negotiate with Kim Jong-un? He pulls out of the Iran deal, and now he's moving the damn embassy to Jerusalem? I mean, it's crazy. Well, we don't know yet because today there's rumors that he's uh, that uh, Kim Jong-un has pulled out. But also you have to know that the Western media lies. So we got to confirm that. Oh, I know. I know. I bet you he's going to meet with him. We're going to have huge photo ops. The memes are going to be dank. History is going to continue to show that we voted for the right motherfucker. And uh, I'm not going to be sorry one damn bit. It's nice. Well, well, here's the thing. If he does achieve peace, if he does achieve peace with uh, North Korea and there is a North Korean-United States treaty pact or whatever, that's going to be big news. That's going to be huge. And that's also going to flood the. Uh, that's going to flood mainstream media. They're going to try to twist it as much as they can. They're going to try to make him look like he's bad. But the thing is, though, is, is the way that they fail so much time and time again. You know, Rachel Maddow bringing on that that guy about the Russian thing, trying to get Trump implicated in you know collusion, and how it backfired. And just everything just backfires on them, just like like fireworks, one right after another. You know, they just can't keep up. But that's oh, Trump right now. I know. What was that um, Brandon, narration I, I, from? Oh, go ahead. Brent, I want to th- I want to thank you for coming on our show uh, because I I see the way you conduct your Facebook page, and I I've seen you post like you put 
like you may not know this, Dylan, but Brandon puts people on blast on his page. It is hilarious. Nice. I mean, you ta- you tag them, and but you but the thing is, is that you don't unfriend them. And no, no, what I, they don't learn a lesson if you don't. That's what I love about you, because you I, I feel like you feel like it's important that liberals and conservatives keep communication. Um, why yeah. do you feel like like that that sort of thing is kind of important in this world of social media vacuums where everybody's page is is you know like I said they're a newspaper and all they read is what they want to read where I go on your right. page so, and I'm, I'm seeing so I call it the idiot of the day I call it the idiot of the day what I do is I put somebody on blast if they said something stupid like recently a uh, and this is somebody who claimed that they were a left leaning uh, progressive. And I said we should be po- promoting peace more than anything else. And this was in reference to Donald Trump's recent, you know, peace talks with North Korea. And the individual in question said that, oh, well, you don't know what it's like uh, when they're being beheaded and stuff like that. So I was like, so you think that it's okay to go to war with somebody if they're beheading somebody? Like, that's, that's not what, you know, and it took days for them to reply, and I waited days for them to reply. And finally, when they did, they called it bullying. And I was like, that's not bullying. That's correcting you. That's making sure that you actually are what you say you are and what you're standing for. Because if you're standing for peace and you claim that you're a liberal or you claim that you're a progressive and you stand for war, that's a neoliberal-style tactic right there. Right there, you already identified as a right-leaning, extreme right-leaning individual who doesn't actually appreciate the uh, protest or anybody else, or even actually look into the beheadings. Because I'll tell you, a lot of these beheadings are actually fake. Stage. Like false flags. Like things false flags. I will, I will tell you that, that war I've is an art. I've so much into these. War is an art. You, you, you get rid of that, you're getting rid of a craft. So I don't, I don't think war should go away. There, <laughs> there definitely needs to be something no, but, there. But Dylan and Brandon, like with, with, Speaking of these like fake videos, I, I always think to myself, especially when I see these Syrian gas videos, I'm like, you know, I, I need a little bit more proof than than that. You know, I need evidence, yeah. and we never we got it, ev- by the way. You, concrete evidence is the only thing that matters in the truth. The truth is always going to shine. Everything done in the dark always comes out in the light. That's the truth. Well, Brandon, I want to thank you for coming on our show. Um, we are definitely a collective of different views, different different ideas. Uh, me and Dylan do not agree on everything. He is a, like I said, a big Trumper, and I'm not. And uh, a lot, most, most liberals wouldn't come on our show like this. So uh, I want to thank you, and uh, hopefully you come on our show again, Brandon. And uh, okay, if you want there, ever want me to come back on, I will. <laughs> yeah, if you want to plug, if you want to plug your pages real quick, uh, everybody should go check out Rigged, and uh, and read your new book. Plug your book. Oh yeah, my book is Bernie. Uh, How the DNC cheated Bernie Sanders. Bernie won. And it's available on com and Revisions. And it, I touch on the same subjects of the Russian narrative at the end of the book. And I discuss the fact that there, it is impossible for Russia to meddle in our elections. And I go into, like, really, like, accurate details. So, I mean, it's really good to read, and it's a good perspective if you actually don't understand, twenty you know, 2016 politics. Because right there, it's just laid out, like, it's perfectly like the election fraud and everything right there. You know, all of it did lead up to a Donald Trump presidency. And I also want to talk, point this out. The Hillary Clinton didn't actually win more votes than Donald Trump in the primary. She was lying. She uses the superdelegates, which are 10,000 votes, which that oh, means we deceived oh, America. Yeah, It's ridiculous. I, I, we're in Colorado, we're in Colorado and we have, 
we're in Colorado. I watched your interview with Kimberly Heslin, and it's it's true. I mean, the the support that came out for Bernie Sanders during the caucus here was unreal. And she's, I think, the I support think that came out for Trump more. was unreal too. It was both sides. Yeah. Trump and, and Bernie dominated it. Yeah. Well, everybody, That's check out crazy. Brandon Graff's book. Check out Rig. Uh, check him out on Facebook. Guy is equally smart as he is witty and uh, and funny. Brandon, thank you so much for coming on our show. Thank you. Take care. You take care. Later. Looks like Bobby dropped himself. So you got me, motherfuckers. Damn, Bobby's a rookie. He doesn't know how to just just let it go. Anyway, that was uh, Brandon DeGraff. Like he says, you can go to his Facebook page, Rigged. He's got a new book out. Give him a like. Why don't you, why don't you go ahead and look up Trigger and Divided while you're at it? We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're not fake news. We're your number one source of news. But uh, I do want to talk the a little bit when, more while the moment when you oh. accidentally uh, x yourself out of the out of the call. I was telling you, <laughs> tell, telling this audience here that you're a scrub. But uh, John McCain ah. just won't fucking die. Straight up, I, I want to touch on that again. He just won't die. And the only way to talk, the only way to deal with the suffering is talk about it, right? Let's right. It. Yeah. And 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 we can talk about the suffering, you know, because we're suffering because he's suffering. And if we all just, you know, suffer together, you know, listen to this bullshit. Outrage over comments a White House aide made about Senator John McCain, saying his criticism about the CIA director nominee doesn't matter because he's dying. Let's mm-hmm. go to our senior congressional correspondent, Mary Bruce, on Capitol Hill with more on this. And, of course, Mary, this is getting a lot of reaction. Yeah, and Robin, that reaction has been one of outrage and swift condemnation. One U.S. official telling us these comments from a White House aide are, quote, despicable, vile, and completely unacceptable. Swift backlash after a White House aide dismissed (laughs) Senator John McCain's opposition to the president's nominee to lead the CIA, saying it doesn't matter. He's dying anyway. McCain yeah, he is battling is. brain cancer. Sure, sure. His right. wife, Cindy McCain, responding directly to the White House communications aide, Kelly Sadler, tweeting, May I remind you, my husband has a family, seven <gasps> children, what? and five grandchildren. McCain's what? close friend, Senator Lindsey oh. Graham, reportedly saying, Nobody is laughing in the Senate. The White House does not deny the comment and has not apologized, but in a statement says we Mm. respect Senator McCain's service to our nation, and he and his family are in our prayers during this difficult time. Thoughts and fucking prayers. That's what they get. Thoughts and prayers. That's what they get. You know who has a family? You know who has a fucking family? The people who are incarcerated from all those fucking whack-ass marijuana and pathetic non-victim drug charges in Arizona. Or how about all the deported Mexicans? They have a family too, John. No, McCain. let's let's, let's go ahead. What about the people in Iraq? The, the Iraq war vote that you fucking did, the purge, or the not the purge, the fucking well, the surge, the purge, <laughs> the, the surge. The How many people's families were lost during that? You know, like fuck that die. Well, die okay, and then, and then and yeah, they die. go after he's he's a fan. He he's he, he has a family. Well, you know. Everybody likes to talk about Donald Trump's fucking family. I th- I thought families were on the table, but apparently not. You you can you can say whatever the fuck you want about Donald Trump's little fucking kid having autism or being the next school shooter, but you comment on a retarded senator who can't even properly question somebody at a fucking proceeding dying of brain cancer and brain cancer. 
and somehow still fucking serving. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get how that works. You can't. Well, I mean, he's a, he's a strong man. You got to give him that. I mean, if you have brain cancer and you're still serving on the house on the Senate floor, that's pretty. You shouldn't be. That's the thing. Is that's what I'm saying. Is you shouldn't be. He he is he is a, he is in charge of making legislator to, to to lead this country, and he has brain cancer. Are you fucking kidding me? What what he 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 isn't even one to fit about unfit for office. He he can't even fucking think, dude. He. Have you listened to some of the fucking line of questioning he 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 has? It's 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 he, he mixes fucking subjects. Wait 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 wait. Do we have do we have John McCain on the line right now? What? Do we have John McCain on the line? Is, is he is he here? No, John John McCain. That was just you to do an impression. John McCain <laughs> thinks that we're a Christian nation and therefore. Well, hey, it looks like we have a caller. It looks like we have a caller, John McCain. You you want to take this caller? Sure. You're calling Hello. me and divided. You're you're talking to Bobby and John McCain. No, uh, it's me, Tony, and I go But John McCain, I mean, how the fuck this guy stay in office for like what, nearly thirty, thirty-five, forty years after this? No, he's been, he's, been in, he's, he's been in office for one hundred forty years at least. Have you heard me chattering? My teeth, <laughs> my wood dentures. I'm John <laughs> McCain. <laughs> I'm dying. Fuck John McCain. I mean, John How you doing, How you doing, Tony? I'm doing good and well, Nicolette, but I mean, John McCain should have not ever, never been in fucking office that long after the bullshit he did in the 80s. Uh, I don't know if everybody remembers the, the Keaton Five. No, no, no. Explain that. Well, basically, it was five corrupt fucking politicians, basically. Doing the same, they pretty much did the same bullshit. The bank bill out back in the fucking eighties. A lot, a lot, a lot of people lost their money, you know, savings, their retirement funds. It was a bunch of people, and it was in the. <laughs> they had they had families, Tony. Well, I don't give a shit about John McCain. So, <laughs> the thing is, how the fuck this guy didn't get his ass thrown out with the other four ass clowns? And everyone, you know, everybody remembers their their history, and everyone wants to feel bad for this guy after what he did. The four other guys, I mean, come on, I mean, that's some that's some bullshit right there. Man, Tony, you're going deep. You're going like you're going back, you know, to to shit that we don't even. I don't even remember. I mean, I strictly don't like him just for the three reasons I gave earlier. You know, his Iraq. He would have been court martialed if he didn't get a pardon for Nixon. It was it was back in '89. And it's what he did with four others. Basically, they just looked the other way, forgave the banks, and pretty much said anybody who lost their money, well, too bad. Should should I look? Well, I mean, he's the you know the poster boy for why we need term limits. Hey, look, if uh, if John McCain didn't get a pardon from Nixon, he would have been court-martialed. Mm, <laughs> strange, uh, huh? Tricky dick. Tricky fucking dick. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, John McCain won't die, and we are going to keep talking about how we want him to die, and there's nothing any of you can do about this. And it's okay to talk about people dying, because, you know, I identify as a person that's dying, so now I can talk about dying. And if you tell me I can't, then you're oppressing me, and you're a bigot, and you're a ableist and a lifeless. Um, beyond that, though, there's some, <laughs> there's some good news, Bobby. 
and 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 it goes for uh, it goes for gambling outside of Vegas. Go ahead, go ahead and tell uh, everybody what they already know. Well, well, first of all, I want to thank Tony for calling in. Call again, again. Oh, that was okay. awesome. Thank you for uh, calling. Hi, Tony. Sorry, about, uh, John McCain with us. We Zero manners. And we, and we love you. But this is a story that ah, it was breaking yesterday. It broke yesterday, and I was so happy, man. So if you live under a fucking rock. Uh, you might not know about this, or if you don't gamble, or you might just not give a fuck in general, but we're going to go with this story anyways. Sports betting was um, create, made legal yesterday. It was uh, dropped by the Supreme Court, nine votes to two, that states now could legally do sports betting, which is a big deal in New Jersey. I believe it's a big deal in Michigan. And it could be a big deal here in Colorado. We have Cripple Creek and Blackhawk, and I would love to do some online betting. And and I think it paves the way for online motherfucking poker because there was a Supreme Court um, hearing like uh, three years ago, and they concluded that poker is a sport. So uh, I just I just want to lose money, guys. I just want to lose a ton of money online. That's it. That's just all. show me the nearest hole that's the biggest hole, and I'll bring all my money to throw in it. I promise. Just show yeah. me the hole. Take my fucking money. But I, uh, let's just go to a CBS report that uh, talks about this in a little bit more depth than we would. Get it done. To Washington now, where the Supreme Court will allow states to legalize sports betting. The court struck down a federal law that banned gambling on sports games in most of the country. Justices ruled 7-2 to two on the case. And CBS News Chief Legal Correspondent Jan Crawford is following the latest from Washington. She's with us now on the phone. So, Jan, let's talk about this case. I know New Jersey has been really, really pushing for this. Uh, the casinos have really wanted this in Atlantic City. What can you tell us about the case and its significance? Well, I mean, the big headline is that this really paves the way for states across the country to legalize sports betting. And you're going to see that happen mm-hmm. very quickly in a number of states. I mean, already uh, New Jersey's got the, the, the sports betting machines ready to go. They just got to turn them on. That's it. Got to turn them on. Well, and also, you know, like with DraftKings and shit like that, Final Fan or not Final Fantasy. Hey, I'm a fucking nerd. Um, you know, with like you know, fantasy football. Ah. Right. Um, you know, with fantasy football, that's going to be a bigger thing. Sure, certainly there's going to be, you know, some some legislation that affects that in the states uh, or, or allows people to make a huge championship league. There's that opens up them to open up an actual place where people can come like do like a virtual thing with their fantasy. Oh, I, football. Get, I, don't, I don't know. Get ready for a nonstop barrage. Of DraftKings commercials. That's all I'm gonna. Say. That's all I gotta say. It's gonna you know be what? The, they're just making it easier for uh, us to enjoy the 21st century version of the Coliseum, and I'm okay with that because distractions are nice. Because reality sucks. Reality very much sucks. Well, I watch a lot of sports, and I, I feel as though I, I could probably. Uh, you know, win lose some money a lot of money. Lose, oh yeah, win some money. Uh, put my, uh, tonight, I think the Cavs game is on. It might even be on right now. I probably would so, put money on Boston. Who do you think would win in a fight, the uh, the, the Russians or Democrats? Um, I'm gonna have to go with. Alex Jones. Dude, America kicked Hillary's ass in the Democrats, not the damn Russians. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to put money on Alex Jones no matter what. 
No yeah, who Alex Jones is going to win this 49ers game, I promise. <laughs> oh, man. 49ers versus Seahawks. What's the line? Uh, Alex Jones by four. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to use the football bat to get a hoopy score, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> my, my wife just come down here to Amelia's going to bed, my little baby girl. I'm just giving no. her a nice little kiss. <laughs> Hi, Amelia. You, when you're listening to this in 16 years, I said hi to you. Hi. <laughs> 16 years? I ain't going to let her listen to this until she's a grown-ass adult. I don't think she can handle this. She's a strong, independent, free-thinking woman that is capable of handling thought outside of her comfort zone. Don't you dare suppress her, you fucking bigot, Bobby. Wow. I'm, I'm, not, I'm just trying to suppress her from your bigotry. And Laura. Oh yeah. I miss Laura. I... Laura, where are you? No shit. We are missing Laura. We're lost without Laura on this show. Laura You know who we're not lost been... without? What? Who? First lady Melania Trump. She is stunning oh. and brave. She's stunning. Uh, I mean she she's is. stunning, she's brave. She is trying to, you know, come up with these initiatives that help children and, and anti bullying. Which is just, you know, I can't help but see the irony in it. You know, Donald Trump is quite the bully. But maybe people a bully for good. People bully her fucking child, son. Leave it alone. What People call him like the fucking next school shooter and autism that's of the week. That's awful. Really? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Wow. It, that's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. But uh, well, Melania anyway, actually our, was, uh, she, she was hospitalized. Poor thing. So no. Let's go to what? Let's go to a CNN report. And it'll tell us all about why she was hospitalized. This morning, First Lady Melania Trump underwent an, an embolization procedure to treat a benign kidney condition. The procedure was successful and there were no complications. Mrs. Trump is at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center and will likely remain there for the duration of the week. The First Lady looks forward to a full recovery so she continue her work on behalf of children everywhere. Uh, so that is the full statement from her office, from the uh, press office of the First Lady. Again, this is uh, just breaking today. Uh, this is something that happened this morning when she went in. Um, again, it seems that uh, the surgery went well. And it was a kidney surgery for a condition mm-hmm. that is considered to be benign. And, 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 uh, and I- So it was pretty much no fucking news at all? Are you kidding me? I was actually worried. Are you kidding me? Nah, she all right. That's a tough bitch. She fucks Donald. It takes a lot of fucking resolve to fuck Donald. That's an ugly looking motherfucker. I'd have to turn him over and sharpie tits on his back just to get it up. I swear to God. I don't know what that bitch does. She's like, you know what? Just get the squirt bottle, honey. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to try and get this fucking Sahara Desert down here to wet up for you. And he's just like, all right, I'm going to squirt you with the KY. Oh, like, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got graphic real quick. Do you, you know, think when they fuck, she speaks uh, in seven languages? <laughs> wow. Well, let's leave it to the audience. Hey, if, if you think that Melania speaks in seven languages while she fucks the president, give us a call. 646-668-2950. We only speak one language, so English. No, I speak four. Sarcasm, profanity, English, and real shit. Wow. What's real shit? What I'm saying right now, bro. 
but I yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I but can't speak. Is I okay. can't speak. He's, I, oh, he's all right. Yeah, but you know uh, who isn't okay? Who? White people. There's there's all these crazy drug maniac barbecuing black people, Bobby. Oh, my God. I wish we had a clip for this shit. Oh I just didn't get one prepared, but we don't. But... I mean, this is this story has just taken over the internet. This woman, this white woman in the Oakland Becky. area, Becky. We call it, we call her Barbecue Becky, and she is now. I, I'd say she's the number one trending meme. Yeah. Um, she's like right trending now. over. She's, her meme is trending over the black guy on the phone for the credit card thing. You know that one with the black guy with glasses, like oh, no. his arms crossed. There's, there's, combo with those two though actually it's hilarious oh i knew it that's great it's it's so funny i wish i could remember what it said but this woman sees these two gentlemen two black men barbecuing in a park in in uh oakland over the weekend and she proceeds to call the cops on them because she doesn't think that it's lawful for them to be using charcoal in their grill so this video that I, we don't have, but in this video, she's standing there for two hours with the phone on her head. Like she's tripping mushrooms and doesn't want to talk to anybody. So she has the phone on her head just to pretend so no one bothers her. I knew a woman like that once. It turns out she wasn't on the phone at all in any of it. Uh, she calls the cops and she's on hold for two fucking hours with her sunglasses on, her cell phone on her head. And people start coming to the barbecue and they're like, who's this white bitch? Why is she fucking harassing you guys? And it's so hilarious that it, there's an interaction between the white woman and this other black woman. And then they're going back and forth on the, the legislation and the, and the rules and the laws of the park. Well, the cop finally comes and this woman just breaks down in tears and cries and starts telling the cop that they've been bullying her and pushing her. Mm. And fortunately for the fucking barbecuers, they were videoing the whole thing. Ended up not being true. Turns out you can barbecue there. Turns out you can barbecue with charcoal. And this bitch became a fucking meme. And then on Sunday, they fucking threw a goddamn fucking huge black barbecue and fucking just turned out the whole park Fuck was full. Yes. Dude, right? that is fucking awesome. I am a fan as fuck. Oh my God. I, I didn't I didn't know it was like a two hour thing. So I, I came hours. I came into this I came into this Bobby hoping you would have an explanation for it and I'm glad you did because it, I, at first I'm gonna admit my little fucking white feelings got hurt son straight up I, I fucking I felt that because like I just what? see this white bitch on on the on the phone and I'm and all I can all I didn't know it was two hours I didn't know what the situation was but I see some I saw somebody being chastised for utilizing public services. Um, and, and I didn't know the situation, but now that I know that, um, fuck it, dude, fuck that bitch. I hope that she fucking logs off forever and can't go online. And I hope every fucking weekend they throw the biggest goddamn black barbecue (laughs) you've ever seen. And I hope it's the blackest goddamn barbecue. And I, I don't, I don't care. Every stereotype there, just the whole, like, just to fucking really get some people's goes dude 
I like I straight up I want to see like Wakanda forever on a big fucking flag. I want to see like oh Happy Kwanzaa. I want to see like crazy African headdresses and I, I straight up just want them to fucking shred it, dude. I swear that would be the best thing ever. That's so fucking I mean, this, good. This, this all just goes back to the whole, you know, white people don't like to see black people having fun. And it's and it's always like yeah. a fat white bitch too. It's always like some oh like miserable fat right. white fucking bitch. And and I bet you dollars to donuts that bitch is liberal. Bet you. Bet you. Yeah, I, I doubt she's conservative. Like that's kind of a eh. death sentence. If you identify as a conservative and you start yelling at a black person, like you're pretty much just kind of put in that category, you know? <laughs> right. And, and what was she saving by calling the cops? Like, what was she like? I'm that- saving the park. You you sat here for two hours and it didn't burn down. Do you, like, are, are you satisfied yet, bitch? Like, I don't know. She oh, spent offered, two hours on hold. Food. You, should, you should watch fuck. the videos. They, they offered her up food. They were trying to be nice to her. Like, it wow. was insane. And are you she was me? totally... And she was totally calm. She had her sunglasses on, so you couldn't see her eyes. You couldn't see how scared she was. I'm sure she was scared. And all these you know, scary she's black this, people. Oh my god! She's, play, she's playing this whole calm part, you know. And as soon as the cop got there, she just <laughs> broke down, bro. Like White broke tears. down. And the cop, and and you have to see the cop's face because it looked like he was holding back from laughing. It was like that. And and then the and the black woman actually said that. And she's just like, see, he he thinks you a joke, honey. Sorry, that was a semi-black woman impression. I don't I don't really have. Hey, one that's a pretty the... good abotic impression. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's what she said, and that's that's how it was said. So that's fucking funny. Uh, but they Dude. let them barbecue afterwards. Oh, they let the them. Best. How gracious of the yeah, fucking, they let them barbecue. How gracious of the authorities to allow those black people to barbecue in the park. Oh my god, dude! And so uh, I feel I feel like we we should probably touch on that because last week, Bobby, I, I we were talking about fucking the white privilege and how black people are treated in society, and I told you that that I don't really see white privilege as a thing. Um, and 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 I guess this situation, in my own mind, maybe not in your mind, kind of helps prove that point to me. Like these these people were allowed to do what they were doing, and they were lawfully. What do you doing mean, it. these people? These these people we 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 are categorizing them as people who are isolated because of how they look. So we can categorize them for the sake of this argument as a group of people, those people, or these people. If we're going to split the divide of white and black, let me Ricky Gervais this and make sure I come back to that every couple seconds. Just you know, like Bruce was a man, and then we I would never dead name someone because you know, forty years ago Bruce was a man, but now Bruce forty years ago. So anyway. These people, because they are a group of uh, you know black people just trying to barbecue, um, had the right to do what they were doing, and there's there's nothing stopping them from doing it. Um, this lady actually didn't even really stop them. Um, stood their ground. They didn't allow themselves to be treaded on. They handled themselves with uh, courtesy and 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 politeness. And they even like you said, they offered her food and. They continued to do what they wanted, and regardless of what she thought, and and she stood by her morals so tight that she stuck around for two hours. And and when it came down to brass tacks, like the the, the cops saw the situation for what it was, and and walked away. So 
when I say that I don't have white privilege, like if so, where was her white privilege? Because her white privilege would have been that those guys would have had to stop barbecuing. Like we, we, we can't, we can't just sit there and say every, every white person has white privilege. Cause that, that devalues a man based on the color of his skin. And that's just as racist as devaluing a black man based on the color of his skin, calling him a coon or calling him a uncle Tom. Like that's, that's the same exact thing. Uh, I, I think that it, it, it's just a human decency issue that we're turning into a black and white thing or a yellow and red thing or you know, whatever the fuck next color we're going to come up with. Uh, I'm, I feel I'm, like, I'm happy. You know, I'm happy that they fucking went on and part. Your, gen, your, gen, your gentle exploitation of this particular incident to prove that white privilege doesn't exist is adorable. I don't, I don't, but... I don't say that this particular situation proves <laughs> that white privilege doesn't exist, Bobby. I'm just saying that it, that it, it's not it's as prevalent of, as we claim it is. Correct. It's not. It's it's not every person has white privilege. It's that there there are just some fucking cops out there who don't like black people. Like that's that's what it is. There are just so some fucking people out there who this, don't like black people. Absolutely. And in this particular instance, you know, freedom prevailed, and white privilege. <laughs> much what there was there was there wasn't there wasn't anything that she said about their color of their skin right like she wasn't saying it's a whole bunch of black people out here and that that wasn't a part of her reasoning was it no she actually called the cops when there was only two men there at the time like there wasn't even the big there wasn't even the big event there yet it was just like so she she was calling about a fire concern about a legality concern in her community um, it's sad that it took two hours for her to get some sort of response, uh, and it's even more sad that it took two That's hours because, for a cop to get. You gotta there. think. Oh yes, they're out. You gotta think what they're what they're thinking on the other line. They're like, I can't believe we're getting a call about a charcoal grill, like in Oakland. So you gotta imagine. I I, I, I from what I've heard is that why didn't you know, why Oakland, didn't the dispatch oh, there's a lot of crime in Oakland. I don't know. You're you're I, telling me you're telling me a single patrol officer in the you're vast to make amount. Her the victim. No, no, I'm I'm trying to point out the flaws of the police department. Listen, you're telling me that Oakland's fucking finest in a two-hour period couldn't find one patrol unit to make a quick two-minute phone call from dispatches. Uh, you know, from, from from dispatch telling the officer this is the problem, this is her number, call her. That that unit, one unit in a two-hour period, couldn't call her and let her know that she was complaining about something that was not illegal. Like it took two hours for not just that, that not not even that to happen, but a cop to show up. That's ridiculous. That's fucking I harassment. Think, I think, That's bullshit. No, I think That's that fucking... if you're gonna call. Well, if you're going to call the cops on a charcoal grill, you deserve to be waited on hold for two hours. In fact, I think that they did her misjust. They should have fucking put her on hold for more. I mean, think about it. Think of the whole no. situation at first. No, what's what's not on film? Hold on. What's not on film is her, you know, walking in the park, looking at these two black guys with the grill. And, and how does this even work? What is she going like? Snoop? Is she like staring at what's in that grill? Like, but she, you know, honest- like what? What Bobby, I think I think I think you're looking at it as if she was trying to find a black person to fucking target that day. I think it originally she yeah. had a she she had a legitimate concern that you couldn't use charcoal in the park. Maybe it's not posted. Uh, who knows? Regardless, she obviously may, probably said something to them, and 
if I know people my age, and I'm going to guess that the people who she was trying to call the cops on were probably about my age. They probably got yeah, snippy with older. her. They they got they got snippy with her, told her to go eat a dick, and then she got fucking offended, and then it just went from there. I don't think that she genuinely went out to say, I'm going to call the cops on you because you're a black guy barbecuing in the park with charcoal. No, she called because it was charcoal, yeah. and she didn't know if it was okay. Yeah, so well, and that's, that's a, my, and that's my, a my move. issue that's with a that. Move. Right, so my well, issue on, with her originally... Hold on, go ahead. Hold on, we have a caller. Let's, let's, go, let's get back to your issue, but let's take this caller who There's is so uh, taking issues. their time out of their day to call us. Caller from the five five nine. You're talking to the triggered and divided gang. Me and Don here. What you got? What you got for us? Who's calling? Uh, how's it going? Uh, this is uh, Lorenzo Hallett from Facebook. Uh, oh, uh, good. Thank you. Just, Thank you for calling. Yeah, I've been. I know I've been kind of BSing about calling, but I just I never have time, man. I do a lot of things. It's good to hear the uh, voice. Uh, I've I've read so much of you. <laughs> you serious? You actually care for my my complete like shit posting and trolling effort I'm putting forth on Facebook. Oh, I love it. Are you kidding me? I live for that shit. Yeah, me too. Me too. Exactly. What, what do you think of uh, barbecue Becky, Renzo? I, that, you know what? That's what I was just going to talk to you guys about anyways. I love that you guys called in. Because, see, here's the thing. All right, well, you, you called us. tell me there was Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a little ripped right now. Just, just give me a second. I'll get acclimated. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, Becky over there, or whatever her name is, I don't care if it was a fucking racist issue or not. That bitch was out of her mind. Dude, if I would have been barbecuing with my friends and she came up to us, I, we probably would have just left just so there was no, like, right? like emotional issue. Like, just, just not because we, would, like, would bow to her authority or be afraid of the cops. Just because I, I, I don't want to put that woman through whatever she was going through, dude. She looked like she was really like like. Did you see the, you the creepy like, like security guard sunglasses? Hell, fucking yeah, dude! That bitch was creepy as fuck. Like, you came up to me wearing a fucking hoodie and fucking and and and, and, and like private military fucking sunglasses, and you're calling the cops on me for fucking you know using fucking. <laughs> Those are the basic eye pro I was issued by the government. That's the funniest shit. <laughs> <laughs> she she, she looks like she's you know, like older sister. <laughs> oh my god! Like I, I carry legally. Like I would have, I would have had my finger on the trigger a bit just to make sure that bitch <laughs> didn't do anything weird or crazy before I got my family and friends away from her. Like you might uh, want to quit I mean, cooking you know, that steak. <laughs> I'd have been like, "Bitch, I'll cook you right now with fucking with fucking lead. You get the fuck away from me." All right. Like that was creepy. That was really weird, and I know it happened at a time where there does seem to be other racist issues of, like, especially, like, Waffle House patrons, dude. I've never been there. It doesn't help, does it? It really doesn't help. Starbucks Because that's why people are, that's why people are blowing this out of proportion is because there's all these other incidents happening, and and to be honest with you, dude, I'm part black, man. I've never been to a Waffle House. I may, I may never go to one now. If you ain't, if you ain't, if you ain't. Black, you white, son. You might want a con. No, I'm just kidding. Listen, here's the thing, too, all right? The whole, the whole effort that's being put forth to really keep people going is the racial issue. It's like people get pissed off about politics and religion, but they're really driving something home with some of these people with, like, going after, like, you know, racial issues and trying to promote them is just kind of like a, like yeah, a much larger doesn't one like black in the people. country. 
Well, See, that's because like, the I mean, race issue is very easy to relate to. You know, everyone can relate. Yeah. To it. Yes. Everyone yeah, has but, a story. It's see, I I I don't really. I'm not going to lie to you guys, right? I've never had like kind of like like what I would call a straight up racist like like encounter with somebody. If if oh, if anything, well, you're lucky. I think I probably I think I probably have, but they didn't have the balls to go str- like like full racist on me because I'm about six eight. So they oh, didn't think shit. about. It. You're not six foot eight. Why do I talk shit to you on Facebook? No, no, no. You're not. I'm, I'm joking. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I'm only like six foot three, but I'm still okay. a pretty big guy. Don't, don't, don't fuck oh, with me. Oh, right you are fake news. Oh shit. You're fake news. No, no. I'm, Dude. I'm like six three, but I was, I, mean, I was the first the kid on my block to get called a honky. Where'd you grow up? Uh, I you mean, Denver, Denver, West Side. I mean, it was mainly Hispanic, but I was, I was the minority in my neighborhood. See, that's what's weird. That was me, too. I grew up here. I'm from Fresno, California. I grew up around a bunch of Hispanic people, too, dude. I didn't really have racist problems with them because I'm mixed, and they couldn't tell whether I was one of them or not. You know, like, like, they, they thought you? I was, like, Puerto Rican or what something. What is you, Lorenzo? What is you? I mean, <laughs> I'm Haitian and Italian, actually. Oh, you're Haitian and Italian. All right, all right. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're – uh, do you have, like, any – do you practice voodoo? Oh, uh, I mean, let me tell you this. If I thought, it, if I believed in, in voodoo or magic powers or God or anything like that, dude, I'd be all over that shit. I want me some magic yeah, powers. Yeah, dude, I'd, it's, it's, first thing I'd do is masturbate. Yeah, I believe in masturbating. Like that, I, no, I don't no, know I'm if saying like, special powers or <laughs> No, I'm saying like if I did voodoo, the first thing I'd do is masturbate with a voodoo doll just to see if it works. Oh, I got you. That's hilarious. I wouldn't even do a voodoo doll, dude. I'd try to try to get my power, my voodoo powers so high that they're almost like force powers and do it with the fucking voodoo force. Dude, jerk my Bro, I'd, off I'd like massage my shoulders. I'd like to wow, rub this, my this show feet. is going downhill. He'd, he'd take, you'd be taking that voodoo doll everywhere with you, man. <laughs> well, you you, you invite a Haitian and everything goes crazy. <laughs> I know. Now we're talking about fucking weird shit. Fuck Jerking off on the voodoo show. God, why'd you have to come on drunk, <laughs> Renzo? We gonna, you know what? I know it. I just I, completely ruined what, the he's, show. He's half black, so I'm going to half call the cops on him. Hold on. <laughs> How does that work? I just look, look, lay it out, lay it out. So There's a drunk man on my podcast. Please send a squad car. Yeah, yes, please. He has yeah, a knife. I, wait, I don't know if, that, but I think he has a knife and he sounds threatening. Yes, please, please come hey, bring a unit. That nowadays, just just tell him I've been just tell him I, I've been like on the the actual podcast with you for like three minutes and it's over with. So like, just like the I Starbucks just, I, thing. I'll come get them. <laughs> you, you get, getting, back to, getting back to Becky, I guess I just really want to know, like, what what the end game was for her. Like, what, you know, the supreme outcome know. would she be. She was there for two you know, like, hours, wasn't she? Fucking cop rolls yeah. up and is like, oh, my God, you're right. And he, like, gets on the radio. He's like, get the paddy wagon. We need backup. We need we need yeah, we need the fucking Stand SWAT up the team chopper. out here. This chick wasn't lying. They are cooking with fucking charcoal out here, guys. It's over with now. Please get the, the, uh, the chopper going. Uh, yeah, please, uh, please get another squad car back here, please, right away. <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck did she think was gonna go? Like, the cop was. Thank you, concerned citizen, for helping us arrest all these degenerate blacks. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. like. 
You know what she wanted. She wanted the cops to come. She wanted the cops to come there and take a little bit of fuck. Yeah, while they're running away too. That way they can say they fear for their lives. Yeah, I I think she probably thought it would escalate. I like she was really acting very like very much like the victim of the whole thing. She's gonna be the new Kim Davis. Right. Oh God! Like I think she thought she could escalate it a bit so that they would arrest them, and when she found out she couldn't, she just like broke down because she realized how much of an ass she was being. She's like, I'm so fucking gay. I can't can't do anything. Do you know what one of the things that's bothering me about this that I see on social media? Like, no offense, gentlemen. All right, but I see a lot of white dudes questioning the victims. Like, 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 oh, well, you know, it's, it's that tip, typical, like, we don't know what happened before they turned on the camera shit. And I'm like, really? Uh, if, if you're going to sit here and tell me, even if the woman wasn't, like, racist, she was obviously, you know, her mental health was poor or something nice like that, you're going to tell me that there's some reason to question the, the victims of the whole fucking thing. Actually, to me, I, like, I didn't really... What's that? I can, I can probably tell you what happened before the camera started rolling. Um... Now, if, if 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 I if I know black people, and I think I do, oh they oh probably with their little grill there used a brush to scrape it off to make sure it was clean, and then Correct. they used seasonings. I knew <laughs> it. You gotta realize something. It started out in the parking lot. They pulled in listening to fucking music. Listening to loud rap music, then she seen oh, yeah, her seasoning chicken, and then they music. told her they didn't want any of her fucking. They told her they didn't want any of her fucking like beans and wieners or anything, and she got upset. And, oh, and, and we also they, they didn't see where where she rolled up, and she's like, "Excuse me, did you ride the back of the bus here? Because I can't find my bag of cotton." And that's oh, exactly what happened. A, yeah. Did you see the meme with her in the back of the bus with Rosa Parks calling the cops on yeah. Rosa Parks? Yes, yeah, dude. I, I, dude, I've, I've delved so deep into those memes with her. Her memes are fantastic right now. Like, they're. Dude, this I, I hate cheating memes. <laughs> did you see the actual picture of her? I think it was her graduate like picture that, that, that they posted. Because this chick, like, if, if they're being legit, which I, I don't believe anything before I get it fact-checked a couple of times, but if they're being legit, that chick actually is a, a pretty well-learned, like, like fucking intelligent, PhD-having uh, type of person. Lorenzo, you've seen, the, you've seen her old picture then, so I'm going to have to ask you. Smash or pass? Nice. Okay. Here's the thing. All right. No, this, smash this, or pass. I'm gonna, no, no, no. I'm going to say, listen, I'm going to say smash. I'm gonna say yes. smash, okay? I saw the picture too. I, I totally smashed. Oh, I, I think what she needs is just, just like a, a, a nice black guy like me to show her that we're not all bad people. I could just dump a couple just, loads in her in the process. Don't dude. you dare cook her a meal with charcoal. That's all I ask you, Lorenzo. Dude, here, here's the thing though. Like, if I did smash, I, I, I can tell she's the type of bot I'd play hell getting rid of. Like, you can't. Like, like it would be hard to just like be like, hey, uh, uh, Becky or Karen or whatever your name is. Uh, listen, uh, I, I don't think this is working. Karen, she called the cops on me, dude. She called the cops. She fucking. She and that thick. She, home too. I don't know. I people people say like she she thick. I think she's fat. 
You know, honestly, just find a is, find, but... find a fat roll and fuck it. She's like, you can have sex with it. It's not wet, but it's sticky. And, like fuck that. <laughs> no, actually, it'd probably be the other way around. If you told her you wanted to fuck one of her rolls, she'd be like, oh no, that's not right. That's not how we're supposed to have sex. That's that's in fact, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. I'm calling the cops. All right, like serious. Like she okay. probably doesn't this, even this, do anal. That's what's bad. This podcast started so mature, and it, it's just deteriorated. <laughs> <laughs> Why, what really Hashtag not my, not my podcast. Not my podcast. Not my capital. Check this out, right? Look, my, I remember the first time money. you asked me to call into the show. You wanted me to tell you about the, the fight I got into with the Antifa guy, right? You remember yeah. that? I do. Okay. So and you didn't call in. I don't, dude. I'm a fucking Dang. slacker, stonerish, entrepreneurish type dude, man. I don't, I don't even have a schedule or anything. I just kind of let it like all flow. It's all natural. Wow, are you talking flow. about your period or or what you do with your life? Because I'm telling you, my <laughs> hey, dude, it could be both, either or, either or. Yeah, dude. how dare you take it how you want to take it? What's wrong with you? Just let it flow. Yeah, you can't huh? do that. You technically can't do that shit these days. Free bleeding <laughs> everywhere. Anyways, Mr. Mr. Antifa Cuck, really, wow. I all I forget. I don't even remember exactly what it was we fought about. It was a, a hot button political issue, and he started like like off like the fight in the weirdest way because he started like kind of like throwing his hands up trying to get me to hit him and like talking well, like trash to me and telling me, yeah, yeah, yeah he was calling me an Uncle Tom. He was calling me an Uncle Tom and a bunch of stupid like 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 alt left racial terms for people that don't agree with him. Wait, nice. was he white? Okay. What's that? Was he white? No, no, he was actually Hispanic. But uh, okay. The the fuck shit part of it was is I wasn't even like trying to fight him, dude, because I'm not I'm I'm not a big fighter. I'm just you're not, an entrepreneur. not a violent guy anymore. A yeah. semi stoner. Yeah. Stoner ish. I say <laughs> stoner ish. Yeah, stoner ish, because. <laughs> I don't want that to be like you know the thing people remember about me if You're I ever broke or anything. Up. You know, be a stoner, I don't want not a to be like, oh yeah, stoner ass fucking Lorenzo. I know, I grow weird. Yeah, just so go with it. I have that problem too. Yeah, but it's different though for the dispensary crew, man. Like I legit, know, it's it, it's more of a, it's more of a professional type deal. People don't look at you like a complete piece of shit. You know, they figure, oh, well, it's, he's doing it for a reason. Yeah, I'm just a complete shit ish. Yeah. Anywho, but hey, hey wrap, up, to, wrap, wrap, wrap up your story because we have only five minutes left of this podcast. So that's what I'm doing. I'm hitting. I'm going to go throw out all the fucking like gory details and stick to the major ones. Basically, what happened is is he ended up kind of like trying to like like do some MMA shit on me, and he nice. went behind me like I think he thought he was going to like trip me or do like a German suplex or something cool. And I was quite a bit bigger than him, so I let him do that shit, and I started grinding my. My, my butt cheeks against his hips and, like, making weird noises and licking my lips at him and shit. And he still kept wow. doing it. And everybody wow. was just standing around watching me do this shit. And it was, it was even more messed up. Dude, my boss, my former boss was right there watching the whole thing laughing. Nice. And I was like, so you like, you were... guy off of me? No, wow. Lorenzo, no, that was not what I was expecting you to tell me. No that shit. is weird. I, like, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> it was real, like legit, I did. I was, like, I was like grinding on him and like making weird noises defense. and shit. But he finally, like he start. I noticed he was kind of stumbling, so I fell to the ground and kind of like laid on my side and tried to get him to spoon with me while he was wrestling me. It was hot as fuck. Wrestling. Wow. You know that went it was straight like to you, bank bank too. 
Hell yeah, like, dude. I was yeah, like, I cried I all like, over that man, but yeah. That's I remember when I got up, he was so mad. He was mad to that to that little kid point of where you know how little kids when they're fighting with each other they get like really mad and they start like <laughs> like he was that mad and I was like oh yeah you go, girl that was hot as fuck yeah well, that's like, Antifa for you Lorenzo uh, that thank was you the for first one I ever story. met yeah uh, man, I want to say Lorenzo yeah thanks for calling in I'm glad I'm glad we finally got to hear you and uh, don't be shy call us again please oh I will I enjoyed myself a little too much all right Lorenzo. You take care wow, of yourself. Little gay. That was a great story. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, little gay, and I'm okay with it. It's but he's probably wearing boot bands, so it's not gay. I mean, I have a fear boner. That's what's going on over here? So, dude, dude, fear boner. Oh my god. Do you know what deflates yeah. my fear boner? What, what deflates your fear boner? What? Single fucking mention of the royal wedding. What's wrong with the royal wedding, man? I thought I thought we established at the beginning of the show that you were gonna celebrate this Saturday morning by waking up, popping no. down some mimosas, throwing no. out the British handsome, you know, fucking just enjoying the fucking the the, the love, the, the beauty of two no. beautiful people, Prince Harry and the chick that got divorced and may or may not have a kid out there. We don't fucking know. And she's mixed. She's half black. There's progression here, guys. But uh, I, I really am looking forward to it. I'm making fun of this. Fuck the queen. Did you hear she's stepping uh, down? The queen is stepping down, dude. Stepping down to what? Wait, she's going to be giving the throne to her fucking son, <laughs> Charles. Is that what's happening? You know, I'm, I'm mad that I even know their names. Like, God, dude, what? Oh, my God. Oh, you might. What? Cheeky cunt. You better not have a knife. I'm gonna go see the royal fucking wedding because I want to watch Meghan Markle marry Prince Harry. Fuck that, dude. Get your country under control. What the fuck are you guys doing? Seriously. Who the fuck cares? Fuck the queen. She's just a fucking figurehead. Parliament runs shit. The prime minister owns it. It's just a fucking. It's just a dog and pony show, bro. That's it's a dog really and fucking pony show. And you know what? what when when Meghan Markle dies in a car accident under a bridge and we all go, oh. I'm going to just go, wow. wow, I'm glad I didn't spend a lot of time in, in her. Uh, dude, you know she's going to die. The queen doesn't even fucking wow. like her. You know, I, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be culpable for the crime because I'm just a wee little American. But um, I, I do believe she's going to die. I think she's going to get a Diana kind of death. Yeah. The queen don't like her. Dude. I hope not. I think she's absolutely gorgeous. I think that she's a good person. I like Prince Harry. I think that... uh. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a good thing. I, as far as or she's doing I don't know the greatest the performance of her life. She's been an actor her whole life. Maybe this is just the greatest performance. No, the greatest performance was when uh, Prince Harry was doing blackface at that Halloween fucking costume party like ten years ago. Remember that? Or, Everyone did it. Yeah. The whole party was doing blackface. That shit was fucking crazy. Oh my god! Everyone the forgot best, about that. Nothing. The number one W in the world was when Donald Trump took the fucking White House, bitch. Really? Just you're going there. Sorry. You're going there. I'm sorry. You're going there. I'm just it's the end of the podcast and I'm excited. <laughs> it was a good podcast. Yeah, man. It's pretty good. I mean, I mean, I wish we had Laura, but you know. Laura. Laura, please. 
Quit your job yeah. already. Stop trying to make a career. And like, Dude, she a fucking baller, though. Straight up. Laura Yerkin for president. 20... Uh, when, when is she old enough? 20... 2042? Yeah, 2042. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking Laura. Laura Yerkin. And, and, of course, Bobby Cuomo as the uh, VP. And then Dylan as angry translator. What's up? Oh, Lord. Hey, I want to thank uh, Brandon Graff for coming on the show. I want to thank our callers. Um, always uh, check us out at Facebook, Twitter, and I am that N-word. I am that N-word. Ooh, hard uh, Thank uh, N-word. Have you, have you heard this song before? Yeah, we, we talked about this. We're, we're little Dickie Chris Brown. This is, this is, I, I've been following little Dickie since he was yeah. just playing bars. And now he's headlining the Summer Jam here in Denver. I'm stoked. I'm going to go. But uh, yeah. anyway. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, well, I'm Dylan. That's Bobby. We are Triggered and Divided. You can reach us every week, same place, same time, Tuesday evening, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We'll be here for about an hour and a half to two hours generally. You can call in any time during our broadcast at 646-668-2950. Again, you can find us off the air anytime at Facebook, Triggered and Divided. You can look us up on Instagram and Facebook as well. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. Later. Trying to find myself like an introspective monk. I'm balling on the court, oh my god, I can dunk. Never flick on my junk. My dick is trending on Twitter? Fuck. Now I'm at the club, I saw my way to get in. Hey. I look up in the VIP, my goodness, there I am. Hey. I signal to him, let me in, but he won't let me in. I don't know who that is. Well, who the fuck you think he is? Hey. Took a glass bottle, shattered it on the bouncer's head. Welcome to that motherfucker. Wait, thank you too for a sec. If you heard me, then you only heard it yourself. But wait, I love myself. That was the key, now it's such a bad. I woke up in I got a vagina.